I got a new tire. Ah, congratulations. Thanks. Muzzle tough. Fortunately, well, I'd forgotten about this, but fortunately I had purchased the road hazard warranty on. So, oh, this is funny. So the tire that blew out last Saturday was the tire, the one tire I already had to replace once. Huh. So it was not original to the car. I had to purchase it. But when I purchased it, I purchased the roadside hazard or sorry, the road hazard warranty. So oh, I was able move. to get a replacement for that tire at a discount. Excellent. Yeah, I lucked out there. Like I had a 25% chance of that happening. Sorry, this is the first time I've tasted this particular hop water. It's actually called hop water? <laughs> no, there is one that is ca called hop water. This is called uh, hop lark sparkling water. Okay, what is it then? Craft brewed with citra hops. Citrus forward hop experience. It's it's hop water. <laughs> it's basically sparkling water with hops. Oh, okay. But but we're back now. We're back. We're back for whatever that's worth. <laughs> like it or not, we're back. Like it or not, <laughs> that's that's like it or not. That's our show. So welcome once again to That's Our Show. As always, I am Glenn. And most of the time, I am Jim. Sometimes he's James. Yeah, it depends. Like, <laughs> if I don't bother, if I don't feel like bothering correcting somebody, I'll go by James because it is technically my name. It is. Or Jimmy. <laughs> well, that one, hey, I Jimmy. that one I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> it's because I haven't called you that in a while. <laughs> exactly. Did you go by Jimmy when you were a kid? Of course. Well, yeah. I'm named after my father, so of course I had to be Jimmy. Uh, I hated it. Not like Little Jim and Big Jim? No. Well, uh. not usually. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you know, I know it's been a longstanding tradition, or it had been a tradition, but the idea of naming your son after yourself, or the, the son being named after the father, is so freaking confusing. It can <laughs> be. I can, I'm sure it can. So this episode, we uh, are going to be talking about cars and SUVs, I guess. Vehicles. Vehicles, yes. Vehicular vagaries. Motor vehicles. So what are you driving these days? These days, I have a 2020 Honda Accord. I've had it for almost four years now, and I only have like a little mm -hmm. over 22,000 miles on it. Wow, you don't do much. I, do you? You have a commute, don't you? Or do you work I, from home nowadays? No, I have a commute, but it's only eleven miles round trip. Ah, okay. Well, that's not bad at all. No, I love it. <laughs> and what's the missus drive? She drives a twenty seventeen, I think it is, or eighteen Civic, in the same okay. color as my car. Oh, nice! It's a Honda family. Yeah, it's a matching set. So, do you still have like like his car, her car, kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. I drive we the Accord all the do. time. She drives a Civic all the time. Well, our the titles are in each of our individual names. So we still mm -hmm. kind of, you know, we're, we're kind of the sort of married couple who still is like, this is mine. <laughs> I guess. This is mine. That is yours. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of how we tend to roll, but at least with so, our cars at any rate. Yeah. 
So I am also a member of the Honda family for my vehicle. I got yes. the, the CRV hybrid. It's a 2022, I think. It's pretty new. Mm -hmm. I know that. That replaced my soul when I sold my soul. You sold your um, soul. <laughs> Actually, I sold that to the insurance company when it got totaled, but that's another story yeah. for another podcast. That might um, be the next and one. And maybe it will be, maybe it won't be. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea when this is going to air at this point. Or what order. Yes. And my wife is driving a Ford Escape hybrid. So we're basically the the small, compact SUV hybrid family. Now, And we, we are do the uh, compact to midsize sedan family. There you go. We do kind of have his and her cars, like the Honda's mine, the Ford is hers. But what we've kind of done, at least we did once anyway, is my old car went to her and then I got a new car because she doesn't really care what she drives <laughs> as much. Anyway, she's got the long commute and I'm all work from home. So by the time she gets my car, it won't have much on it. Well, I should also point out, at least, you know, I mentioned about the his and her cars in our household. Well, part of it was because when she bought her car, we mm -hmm. weren't even engaged yet. Yeah. So that was pretty much, that's what we started with. But let's go back further than that. Yes. Let's go back to our very first cars. Ooh, all the way We've back. We've been to driving the for decades now, but uh, all had to start somewhere. Something like, yeah, yeah, it's been decades. <laughs> I know you're younger than me, but I also sure got my license later. Ah, well, look, how much later? When did you get your license? 19. 19? Yeah. Wow. I can't even imagine. <laughs> so yeah, so my first car was kind of like a hand-me-down that my parents had gotten with the intent of hand handing down, mm -hmm. which was a, uh, just, here we go, dating myself, but a 1986 Ford Escort hatchback sedan. Nice. It was quite a car it had been through a lot it had been through like some accidents and stuff a unique fixer-upper opportunity now i'm also thinking i don't know that it was an 86 it might have been older than that because i would have started driving in like 86 or 87 ah then it probably was older than that or maybe i just didn't have a car yeah i think i didn't have a car i think that was the car i kind of drove but it wasn't officially mine until my parents sold it to me for a buck right um, I was in a similar position, but I'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. So that that car had a lot of uh, a lot of personality. Personality, as, as many old Fords did. It's the kind of thing like I could take that car apart, like not not the engine or anything, but the interior of the car. I could just like take apart and mess with. It had like a uh, aftermarket cassette player under dash, mm -hmm. and the way that the uh, the Escort was designed, it actually had like a storage compartment. Like in front of the passenger, that was just basically like a hole in the dashboard. Okay. So you had the the glove compartment was underneath, and then above that was just a big shelf. A shelf. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. I, I I may have seen that. I mean, it was like like a hole, not really a shelf, because it had a top to it. But that's where the cassette player was. We oh, crammed wow. it in there and like cut out the back and like wired it in through there. But the uh, He's also dating himself with the cassette player. Yes, I know. <laughs> Souping up his ride track. with the cassette player. It wasn't an 8-track, at least, because <laughs> I can remember those in cars and CB radios and all of that, but that's, you know. 10-4, good buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that radio with the cassette player had a balance that would go from the front right to the rear left. Wow. It, like, never quite worked right. <laughs> it's like half of quadraphonic. 
pretty much. I mean, it was like it was it was supposed to be. Well, it wasn't quadraphonic. It was just stereo front and rear. Yeah. So you kind of had to tilt your head to really get the proper effect. If you wanted to get it yeah, properly <laughs> balanced. And then like before I got rid of that car, it would change from first to second gear. Like the whole car would just kind of go thump. Like Ooh. you would feel it. It just the transmission was going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it I was a, it was an old car by the time I got rid of it. I have a related story but, to that, too. I'll get to later. Yeah. But when I finally went to get a new car, my parents, like I said, sold that to me for a dollar. And I did make sure that I actually gave them a dollar. Nice. And I bought a uh, Hyundai Excel. This was back when Hyundai was fairly new to the U.S. market. Like late 80s. Late 80s, maybe early 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what year that was because it had to be, I was in college and I still had the Escort when I was in college. So yeah, probably early 90s. All right. Well, speaking of early 90s. Speaking of early 90s. That was the vintage of my first car, which was like yours, mm-hmm. a hand-me-down. It was a 1991 Dodge Spirit, white Ooh, sedan, Dodge. white uh, refrigerator white sedan. With uh, sort of a maroon fabric interior. Uh, as I nice. said, it was a hand-me-down, so it's not something I, something I picked out. You know, you I don't drove, like the white with maroon? I mean, it was that. I didn't mind that necessarily. It just was, yeah. you know, the car itself was not stylistically not necessarily my preference, but it was a functional vehicle, which was what I mainly cared about at the time. My Escort was actually okay style-wise. I okay. would have preferred the, the coupe over the sedan. But it was tan, it was pretty neutral, and it was a decent, like, young person's car, I guess. Well, this was basically like a grandmother's car. Yeah. I think. (laughs) You know, it was relatively low mileage when I started driving it. Again, similar situation. I had been kind of driving it for a couple years before it officially became mine. I was using it to be able to drive back and forth from home to college and, you know, driving around town at college, stuff like that. (laughs) For a uh, poor college student, it was perfectly fine. Um, any car is yeah exactly so i wasn't too picky i didn't officially it wasn't transferred to me officially until i think the week before i graduated college Mm -hmm. um and uh it ended up being a graduation gift effectively yeah Uh, i think that's what mine was too and i think that's why that that hyundai had to be early 90s right that's not to say that i hadn't already put money into it before then because i had uh Right. Some maintenance stuff, and I needed a muffler repair before that. But um, mm-hmm. so that car, the week before I graduated college, was when the title of that car got transferred over to me officially. And then mm-hmm. the week after that was when I had my first fender bender. But more on mm-hmm. that in an upcoming episode. <laughs> nice, nice tease. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept the car for after it officially uh, became mine, I kept it for a little over a year. And after I had, it started to have some issues with how it was running. And Mm -hmm. when I was at the point where, okay, I had been working full time for over a year, I had sufficient funds where I could actually go out and purchase a new car. And then came, shall I go on? Sure. Okay. What was the... So my first, the first car that I picked out that I would say was really mine was a 2001 Pontiac Grand Prix GT Coupe in, get this... Galaxy Silver Metallic was the official name of the color. (laughs) I love some of these color names. They don't have them that creative anymore, I feel. No, no. I don't think so. I I mean, some of them are, but... 
Yeah. I I haven't paid attention as much. It's, so so it's much dark it's gray, white, black, or my gray. Color. Yeah. It's like what white, black, or gray are your major choices now. If you're lucky, you might get red or blue. Right. So I had a theory with which colors of car I preferred. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily like white because it showed the dirt easily. I didn't necessarily yep. like black because it showed the dirt easily. So right. that's why I sort of aimed for like a, a medium, like a silver sort of a color because you could get away with it getting dirtier and it wouldn't show up as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that was probably one of the best things about the Escort with the tan color, like it didn't show dirt at all. But when I got rid of that, when I got the Excel, the Hyundai Excel, that was uh, it's like a maroon color. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I had a choice on that. I think I it was bought off the lot and that's what they had. Right. So and that car I had for quite a few years, but I don't know. Did I? So was was your your Grand Prix like one of your favorites or? Yeah, it's. I was thinking about that with what was my favorite car, and I don't know that I really have a strong favorite. I generally liked my cars well enough when I had them and when they were running well. Um, yeah, I'd probably say the Spirit was my least favorite. Oh, that reminds me. So you were talking about sort of mods to the Escort. So right. I learned much later, like, you know, around the time I started working full time, a coworker of mine who also had a white Dodge Spirit, same year, I <laughs> learned from him that apparently that was a popular car for modding and souping up in different ways. <laughs> it, very odd choice, I thought, but it was I, a thing. I'm, I am honestly surprised that some of the cars that are like, like Monte Carlos are really well known for that, but uh-huh. you look at it, it just... Looks again, looks kind of like a grandma car, I think. Yeah. Well, the Spirit, I guess, had an RT trim, maybe, and that was a little bit sportier or yeah, easier to mod and things like that. So that was a thing which I never realized. But I just had mm-hmm. sort of the the vanilla trim level, whatever that was. I couldn't even tell you what it was called, to be honest with you. Hey, vanilla's tasty. Yeah. Well, I definitely preferred the style of the Grand Prix over the Spirit. I picked that right. out, and it spoke to me, I guess, whatever. Is it my favorite car necessarily? I don't know about that. It had a relatively short life with me. I only had it for about six years or a little bit more than six years, but I had put a lot of miles on it in that time. <laughs> six years is kind of long for me. But. Oh, well. Um, I that, that was my days of having a really long commute, like uh-huh. on the order of 60 to 70 miles a day. So... Yeesh. I put a lot of miles on that pretty quickly, so that may have hastened its demise. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a couple issues at various points, like with the the fuel regulation, and also by the end of its life, it was having um, transmission issues, and that was kind of what did it in for me. Yeah, that's often what seems to be the death knoll of cars. Yeah, and death unfortunately knell. that car I think became kind of notorious for that transmission issue that I was starting to have. Ah. So I'm pretty sure I do have a favorite among the cars that I've had. I mean, I've liked them all well enough. I don't think there's other than the last car that I had and and I'll get to that. That was probably my least favorite, the only one that I kind of disliked. But my favorite was my Acura RSX. Mm-hmm. I remember that car. I, yeah, I that, rode in that car. Yeah, it was a, it was a small car. It, it was known they described it as a near luxury sport coupe. Uh, I could see that. Yeah, I mean it was a sporty coupe. It's a two door silver. This is this car was known outside the U.S. as the Honda Integra, and it 
replace the Acura Integra. And then when they got rid of the RSX a few years ago, they brought in the ILX, and now they're back to Integra as of, I think, last year. So that car was, the color was known as Satin Silver Metallic with an ebony interior. Ooh. That was my first leather interior. Everything else before that was the cloth. And it just... It had like this gated transmission, so it felt kind of like, you know, you could shift gears and stuff. It was an automatic, but it had like, you know, a shiftable automatic. Yeah, yeah. And it was sporty. It handled it handled beautifully. Mm-hmm. That car cornered so nicely. I, I was upset to get rid of that. booty ride. <laughs> it really was. And that I had until I had that. That was the car that I had when I got married. Mm-hmm. And then we started talking about kids, and I traded that in for an SUV. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens, isn't it? Yep. And I've been driving SUVs pretty much ever since. All right. So let me ask you this. If the kids yep. weren't in the picture, would you have gotten rid of that car? Yeah, it was starting to die anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was past its prime. It had over 100,000 miles on it, and it was like six or seven years old, which for me is a long time to have a car. Right. Well, um, my Grand Prix had 134,000 miles in, on it when I got rid of it, and, and I had had it for mm, a little over six years at that point. Nice. Yeah, I should drive cars longer than I do, and that's kind of why they get passed on to my wife, because they're still going. Yeah. <laughs> if I were to say that I had a de facto favorite based mm-hmm. on how long I kept the car, I would probably say that would be the car I had after the Grand Prix, which was a 2008 Volvo S40 sedan. I remember that car. In dark gray. Well, I had it for almost 12 years, so you yeah. probably saw it many times. I mean, that was that was the last car you had before your current one, wasn't Correct. it? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did, how, how many miles were on that when you got rid of it? Uh, I want to say 142. Almost nice. about the same amount as my Grand Prix, but it took twice mm-hmm. as long to accumulate that many miles. I was just so happy to hit the 100,000 mark in the RSX because that's the only car I've gotten that high on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've broken that on two cars so far. I was close on my my the Honda Civic that I had, which preceded the the RSX, mm-hmm. and that was my favorite color name. The color of that it was like a like a dark blue, and they called it Cyclone Blue Metallic. Ooh, I had an argument with somebody once that said it was green. It's not green. It's just covered in pollen. Ah, yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. A common occurrence on yeah. many cars that are parked outside. I know I have a favorite feature on cars I've had. Do you have any that you had favorite features on? Ooh, uh, I like heated seats a lot. Heated seats are nice. They're great. Do you great. have that now? I still have that, yes. What about your steering wheel? Is your steering wheel heated? My steering wheel is not heated, but oh, on this car, see, the nice. side view mirrors are also heated so that they thaw out faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's, nice. that's new for me now, but I keep the car in the garage, so I don't really need the, the heated mirrors as much. I True. miss... So on the, on the, was it on the Acura? I can't remember if it was on the RSX or on the Mazda that I had. It had heated seats and ventilated seats. Mm -hmm. So like on a really hot day, it would blow cool air up your bum, which was quite nice. (laughs) So I really liked that feature. Who wouldn't love that, right? Yeah. (laughs) I, I also liked on the Mazda, it had headlights connected to the steering so oh, it would they, like, you know, the you headlights left, turn as you steer. Left. Yeah, yeah I, that was kind of cool. But I think my favorite was on the first Kia Soul that I had. It had a, a panoramic sunroof. So like the whole, most of the top of the car was glass. Right. 
which just looked pretty cool. My current car is the first one I've had with a moonroof or sunroof of any type. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't use it a whole heck of a lot, but it is kind of nice to help cool out, cool out the car if it's been sitting in the yeah. sun for a while. It can do that. Yeah. yeah. So with driving, inevitably, or at least for me, inevitably, are run-ins with the law. Ooh. Smokey to my bandit. <laughs> I was I was like the king of speeding tickets. I had a lead foot when I was younger. I mean, most of my speeding tickets were for like maybe around 10 miles above the speed limit. Mm -hmm. And I would just like, I was just the fastest car in traffic. Yeah, that's is, the trick. See. Well, that is the trick. And it took me a really long time to learn that lesson. If you're going to speed, make sure you're not the most speedy. Yeah. I got so many tickets. So I, I had my, my New Jersey driver's license because, you know, that's where I was living. Uh, except I was in college. So I would be getting tickets going back and forth from college to home and driving around. And I would just get, a, I just kept accumulating these speeding tickets, which in New Jersey gets you points on your license. Which is, so only some states are reciprocal with those points. New Jersey is reciprocal with like every surrounding state. So if you get a ticket, your points are going to transfer to your Jersey license. Oh, transferable points. Yes. So I ended up with enough points that by the time I was in grad school, my driver's license got suspended. Ouch. Yeah. So my reaction to that was, oh, okay, well... I'm living in Virginia now. I am attending grad school. I have an apartment. I'll just get myself a Virginia license. And I went to the Virginia DMV and filled out the forms and they went, okay, here's your license. I just figured, all right, I don't have to worry about this New Jersey thing. I think it was a six month suspension. I think it was six months. I, I forget. It was quite a while ago at this point. But I was at that point just driving on the Virginia license, and I just kept that for the next year or so until I left grad school and I moved to uh, to Delaware, applied for my Delaware license, and they said, Delaware said, we can't give you one. You have a suspended license on your record. Oh. So Virginia didn't seem to care, but Delaware did. So I had a contact I imagine that Delaware is a little bit closer tied in that kind of stuff to New Jersey than Virginia I, would be. I guess so. Or Virginia just didn't care. I honestly I don't, know. don't know what the deal was. But I had to go back and contact the Jersey DMV, find out that, of course, the suspension was, as I said, six months. And this was like two years later. So all I had to do at that point was pay the fine. <laughs> which was annoying and expensive, but I did pay the fine and got my Delaware license, which has since been transferred to Pennsylvania and has not been taken away again. They'll well, pry it out of my cold, dead hands. Well, you've probably come, become a more responsible driver, I imagine, since I, those I, days. I think I'm a much more responsible driver. I mean, I honestly can't even remember the last time I was pulled over. I don't think I've ever... I've gotten maybe like one speeding ticket on my Pennsylvania license. And I've had that, like, how long have I been in Pennsylvania now? 15 years, something like that. That's it? I thought it would be longer than that. So longer than that? Maybe 20. I don't know. Sounds Whatever. Right. Yeah. Sometimes it was interesting when I would get pulled over. I had one point, I think, 
God, I wanted to, I want to say I was in maybe out in Penn State visiting my sister or something. And I ran a yellow light and I guarantee you this light was yellow. I had people in, in the car with me. They said it was yellow. I got pulled over, was given a ticket for running a red light. Mm-hmm. And there was just no way I could fight that ticket because it was too far from anywhere I was going to be. And I was going to drive all the way back there just to fight, you know, a $50 ticket or whatever it was, right. which was annoying. But what was even better was I'm pretty sure this happened when I was in Pittsburgh. I was driving with a friend of mine and you know how every once in a while you get a stop sign that's like mounted really high so trucks can see it. Okay. It's like it's higher than a normal height stop sign. And I ran through it because I it was mounted high. I just did not see it and I got yeah, pulled if over. If it's mounted above a certain height, that means it doesn't apply to you, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so so I get pulled over for that, which which rightfully so. And I expected to get a ticket, but the cop told me to go back and try again. <laughs> I'm like, okay. But I mean, like at that point, like you could have told me, uh, get out of the car, drop and give me 20. I would have been like, okay, yes, officer. <laughs> so yeah, went back, stopped at the stop sign and uh, went about my, my evening. <laughs> wow. Okay. Must have been yeah. early in the month then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How about you? Did you, have you gotten any... Any tickets? Um, you, I, you seem like a like a like a sensible driver. For the most part, I did get one ticket, but before I got to that point, I did have a similar instance of going through going into an intersection with a light that was yellow that turned red while I was in the intersection. Ah, uh, they can give I, you a ticket for that. Hmm. I did not get a ticket for that. I just got a warning or citation or whatever it was at the time. Right, that was relatively mm. early in my driving days. See, I always felt like. The younger drivers, if they get pulled over, they just get tickets, period. That, that's what it felt like to me anyway. Mm. I could not say that that was my own experience, but mm-hmm. uh, the time that I did get a ticket was probably about 10 years after that when I, and this has become a more popular thing I would say in the last 10 or 15 years around here is you see all those signs on the stop signs that says uh, full stop, free, rolling stop, 109.50, your choice. Yes. Well, I've that's where that. they got me. <laughs> so that's what they got me for although admittedly i was probably also slightly speeding as well but they only got me for the rolling stop hmm. and i think and i i don't remember for sure if there was a point in my license for that or not but it only it, it expired after a year i think it was right so for the next yeah, year I, or I, so of driving i was probably trying to be a little bit extra careful god i want to say it was like three points for some of my speeding tickets and they only well, came off like one point a year. So it, it was really. Well, how much over the speed limit were you going? Well, I, I did depend on there. But like I said, most of my speeding tickets were, you know, like I think the highest I got was like 70 and a 55. All right. That's not too bad. I mean, no. I know the fines are measured based on how far above the speed limit you were going. Yes. Yeah. I don't know about points, but. No, I believe the points are as well. Okay. And gotcha. man, I'm telling you, I. I there were times that I was going way faster than that <laughs> and did not encounter a police officer, but I don't do that anymore. Now, one incident where I arguably could have been ticketed, but I was shown mercy was, mm-hmm. so have you ever done this where, let's say you're pulling up to an intersection and it's a two lane road, there's a double yellow line, there's a line of traffic heading up to the light and you know, just up ahead, there's a turn lane. Yeah. And have you ever gone over the L line to catch up to the turn lane? Officially or off the record? Well, 
Okay, so I did that <laughs> once, and I was called on it. Ah. Uh, and But thankfully, in that case, I was just let off with a warning. I was not mm-hmm. given a ticket or points or anything like that. Yeah, it's so interesting the way that traffic laws are because, uh, I mean, like, yes, they're there for your safety and all of that. And for the most part, we all follow them. But I don't know anybody that, like, obeys every traffic law 100% of the time. Well, if you drive on a highway, chances are most of the people are technically speeding. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even not on a highway, most people are technically. So I drive around here in my neighborhood, you know, it's 25 mile an hour speed limit. And if I'm driving like, you know, 27, somebody's tailgating me because I'm going too slow. Right. Well, so it's, it's rule a little, of thumb is if you're five over or within five over, you're usually fine. <laughs> generally, yeah. You're but usually not going to get in trouble for limit. that. <laughs> it's supposed to be a limit. You should be that or under. I know. But. <laughs> people look at that as a guide or a minimum sometimes yeah <laughs> just like the rolling stop <laughs> yeah exactly that's where they got me but mm-hmm. oh my other experience was running into two or three dui checkpoints two or three wow yeah. i think i've i think i've been through one not all I, in I mean, the same i know i've been through one i'm not sure if i've been through more than one now not all in the same year necessarily but i mm-hmm. think at least a couple of them were maybe within a week or two of each other i think they were just cracking down on that kind of stuff i, I haven't really it's been a while since i've really seen any it's probably that was probably at least i want to say 10 years or so ago yeah I, the the one that i was stopped at was probably at least 10, if not 15 years ago, I know I was still living in Axton. Right. And it was near there, near where I lived. But I passed every time, thankfully. Yeah, <laughs> I would hope. I mean, that's something you really don't want to mess with. No, that would be bad. Yeah, yes, definitely. So we could probably go on for another episode talking about more car stuff, but we're tired. So maybe we should wrap things up. Yes, but I'm sure we have plenty of stories to tell for a future episode. Yeah, you're you're definitely in store for more vehicular vagaries and a at a later date, next month, three months from now. Who knows? Part two. But part two, yes. But I, I guess for now that's our show. That is our show. Yes, and that's our show is brought to you by the backstage group. Engineered by Jim Balsarek, yours truly, and edited by Glenn Reed. Yours truly. Uh, of course, you can always find us online at show.backstage.link or email us at show at backstage.link. Please give us a rating on the podcast platform of your choice and be sure to tell your friends to listen if you enjoyed what you heard today. And until next month, that's, that's our, our show. show. I don't know. Check, 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 check. Okay. I am recording. Do I remember how to do this? Yes, I do. Can you adjust mic input? I would hope so. I think I'm all right. I couldn't tell you. I mean, it sounds fine over Skype, but I don't know what level you're recording at. Negative 5.2 now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry, my camera's in the way. Bear with me. Oh, sorry. Ah! Can you hear me now? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes, still, even. All right. (laughs) Yeah, what is is this, uh, what's this show about again? Whatever the hell we want it to be about. Oh, okay. Hey! So, uh, hey, what? 
I thinks we might be good now. All right. So, and my, my wife, but I, um, it, you know, for, I make no promises. Hey, good enough. <laughs> All right, reach for the stars. <laughs>